right. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. We are coming to you for a very special election night uh, recording of Romance and Color, uh, Full Transparency. We are definitely recording this on election night. And um, my nerves are bad, but I'm going to get to Yeah, <laughs> kind of like bated breath, like a lot of, you know, kind of anxiety and anticipation as probably many of you, though by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, we'll all kind of know what the deal is. So, yeah, no. we'll, we'll have a sense of, you know, what's going on in our key areas and states. Um, Yakini, what are some things going on in New York that you all are uh, voting on that are that are um kind of crucial right now any citizens or or any issues on well, referendum i mean i think well when i think about kind of right now what's going on i have to tell you a lot of people left work early because they were so anxious because Ooh. just emotions are so charged wow and people are feeling like really really anxious you know like with the not so long ago with what everything that happened with george floyd and there was a lot of rioting and looting I think a lot of New Yorkers are anticipating that something like that can happen. So even though everyone's kind of excited to, to vote today and a lot of people have been in those three-hour lines voting early, I know a lot of my coworkers are really, really scared kind of to see what the aftermath will be of the election. You know, be it good, be it bad, like everyone's just kind of like feeling like we just want to know what's going on. But I have to say, I've seen more people voting, more young people just everybody mm-hmm. out there voting, really taking it seriously. So I mean, yeah. I'm really proud. You know, I'm proud of I'm proud of New York for that. You know, I'm definitely seeing people be active and be out there. Yeah, I don't know one person. In the past, I've heard, oh, I don't think my one vote matters, but I feel like people are really kind of being very kind of serious about this election. So I don't know what's the climate like in Atlanta right now. Georgia is very tense. We are very tense. We are one of these kind of swing states that yeah flip and go blue right now it's, uh-huh. it's um it's on the we don't really know we have not one but two senate races that are key uh, we have okay. john ossoff the democrat uh going against the incumbent uh purdue who's related to the former governor of georgia um, oh, okay we have uh reverend raphael warnock who is rev who is the pastor of ebenezer historic ebenezer baptist church who is going up against not one but two Republicans, uh, Kelly Leffler and Doug Collins. The good thing about that race is that we'll probably split the Republican Party in half, forcing a runoff for uh, Warnock. And if that's the case, he probably will win. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay. I, I, but right now, it's kind of really too early to call. All of it's too early to call. We don't know. Um, there are a lot of other key issues on our on our um, ballot um, right now, and it's very very um, tense. Um, you know, I, again, I live in a red state. Uh-huh. Um, I live in a very um, I live in Stone Mountain, which used to be home of the uh, Klan. Um, so oh, okay, um, yeah, it's very very tense. Like a few months ago, we had a big rally out here with you know neo Nazis and stuff like that. Mm. I had to stay out. Um, it was a really scary time. Um, so uh, it's uh, it's anxious. Things are boarded up downtown because you know, af- after George Floyd and then Rashad Brooks, who died here in Atlanta, um, mm. we had huge, huge, huge riots, and um, it was bad. It was really bad. So they've boarded yeah. up a lot of 
true. Same here. And they've been boarding up Macy's and department yeah. stores. These businesses yeah. are like not playing around. They don't yeah. know what to expect. I don't think anybody really does. Yeah. And then so a lot of stuff closed early. My job was not one of them. I worked from home, but, um, you know, I can say a lot about that and the reason why my job didn't close or even consider having the day off but I still want to keep my job. So I'm not going to say Yep, that. yeah, we won't go there. But, you know, I know um, the businesses did. So, yeah. yeah so, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, we're just hoping for the best. Uh, we're hoping that there's not riding on either side. I, I don't think I yeah. can do that. Um, That's right. That's right. Yeah, so I agree. I just, you know, I'm just hoping that um, the results are favorable. And by favorable, I mean, I, we don't want Trump in office. I'm just going to be Yeah, so, yeah, basically, so, yeah. We definitely yeah, have yeah. favorable outcomes here and no riots. Mm-hmm. Way. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, we, uh, last week we talked about um, polyamory in relationships and in relationships featuring Black folks. We talked about Passion Jones and her mm-hmm. coming out as poly and, and defining what poly Amorous relationships was, which was really fun to talk about. Yeah, um, it was. It was. Yeah, I got a lot of feedback from my friend who I told you was in a polyamorous relationship. She said we pretty much nailed it on the head with the. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that. She liked the way that we kind of treated the subject and weren't okay. judging and things like that because we don't judge about people's yeah. relationships and what they choose to do. Um, yeah. And so it was really, really cool. We had a good conversation about that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. romance we talked about saturday church yeah um, which was really good featured a lot of folks from pose um the holiday movies coming up christmas unwrapped um one royal christmas which i saw the other night um and then christmas on it with keisha Knight. yeah mm-hmm. which i saw the other night as well that was really cute i like it was it was sweet it was a nice way to kind of begin the season these, these really movies was. Really mm-hmm. I also watched um Holiday that was on Netflix. Um mm. that was so cute. It had, it was not 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 no black folks in it. But okay. um Emma well King Batch was in it actually. He played the friend. Um I like the name Holiday. That's cute. It was cute. It was Emma Roberts. It was so adorable. It was it was sweet. And then this time the guy was kind of like the you know, sweet kind of what they call a cinnamon roll guy, kind of tough on the uh-huh. outside, yeah, on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so he was that kind of character, and he's Australian, had this beautiful accent. Um, mm-hmm. so it was a really, really cute, cute, super cute movie. So I, I, I mean, when you have some free time away from our um movies featuring folks of color, take check out Holiday on uh, Netflix too. Um, oh, and that's it, super cute. It was super cute. And in books, I talked about the nanny with Brandy Bush. I don't think Nikita's gonna read any of Brandy Bush's books. <laughs> They're too risque for her. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Maybe one of these days I might try one. Just, just read, read one I told you about the roommate. Just read, read the roommate. <laughs> yeah. Ease your way into the nanny. And then she has another one called um the tenant, which is like um it's, I think it's more like a paranormal romance but okay. um, yeah so and then we talked about Be Mine with Samantha Frierson and Harbor by Rebecca Witherspoon so those are my three recommendations that feature polyamorous relationships featuring people of color and so um, since it's a political um, 
evening. We have some hot yeah. topics um, about romance, right, Yakini? Yeah, and I think in the spirit of politics, one hot topic is especially relevant and current right now. So as everybody knows, Lil Wayne is dating this beautiful plus-size model, Denise. How do you say her name? Bidot? I don't know how to say her name. Bidot. Okay, so they've been together for a minute, right? They have posted each other on their social media and Instagram, as couples tend to do, these Mm -hmm. Hollywood couples. But recently, I think you guys have seen there have been kind of an influx of rappers who have been kind of, I don't know, for whatever reason, cozying up with Trump. And Lil Wayne is one of them. So Mm -hmm. just recently, he shared on his Instagram that he had a meeting with Trump, and it was like a very positive caption, kind of something along the lines of, oh, you know, I met up with Trump, you know, basically to discuss the state of black affairs, and he's doing some really positive things for the community. He has some really good things in the work, you know. It was really good to meet with him. And kind of shocked, you know, black Twitter, black Instagram. We were all kind of, like, very taken aback. Now, it's not like Lil Wayne is known as being this progressive guy, you know, this woke guy. I think he Mm -hmm. just recently was the one making comments about how he likes his black women or non-black women and kind of his... Mm -hmm. His type. Meanwhile, his daughter Regine is a pretty chocolate girl, but right, he was kind of right. talking about how I think he liked that kind of, you know, racially ambivalent look. So right. you know, he was kind of re- so it wasn't a shock, but it was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. But it seems that that ruffled his girlfriend the wrong way because they basically unfollowed one another on Instagram and have taken, I think she's taken down all but a couple of pictures and he the same. So it appears that they may have broken up over this, Mm. but you never know how, you know, you never know, you know, how this goes Mm. in in Hollywood, but she may have taken a stand. Maybe she's putting him on ice for now and maybe he needs to be. So You know what? You you mentioned something about all these rappers and stuff, but you know, a a lot of very wealthy Black men have cozied up to Republicans and and folks uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. Um, I I think yeah yeah so and I think they probably would justify it by kind of saying you know it maybe benefits them they're in a certain tax bracket mm-hmm. and perhaps some of the Republican kind of breaks benefit them more than that of a Democrat you know and I imagine that might be their argument but I just kind of feel like you have to be really careful as a black celebrity you know who you're kind of endorsing and who you're aligned with because even if you're quietly saying to yourself if I vote for Trump I'm gonna pay you know $700 in taxes like he did even though I'm a Mm -hmm. multi-millionaire like is that really kind of what you want to put out there and promote I don't know yeah you know um because it doesn't benefit anybody but the wealthy. But, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, we don't know what will the, the state of Lil Wayne is in be, you know, post-election. But, you know, it was kind of interesting that shortly after he posed on Instagram with Trump that suddenly, you know, she posts these cryptic messages and stuff like that. If that's what she did, I, I respect it. I respect yeah. But you never know, though, because I feel like just last week, didn't we think that Common and um, Tiffany Haddish were over? Yeah, and I think he posted brand. something like yeah. we're good, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You never know, child. Sometimes I think they might be playing with us, you know, because yeah. this is really none of our business and we're so involved, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, but that little way, I think that might be accurate, though, because she seems like a very liberal sort of person. Yeah. But, you know, what they, you know what? Mm-hmm. No, but mm-hmm. I was going to say 
um, this uh, this uh, sociologist, I can't think of the, her name right now, but she used to say this thing that what black men don't want, they don't want uh, racial equality. They just want what the white man has. <laughs> like they want, they mm-hmm. want to have the same kind of hegemonic standing, you know, mm-hmm. and standing that white men have. Not necessarily racial equality, because I mean they'll step on our necks and everybody else to get, you know, what I'm saying yeah. that. Yeah. And so maybe sure. that's why a lot of folks are kind of cozying up. But nevertheless, um, I mean, child. I don't know. I, I mean, good for Denise for, for, like you said, taking a stand and not wanting to be with somebody who is, yeah, you know, yeah, not only has dreadlocks that look like hot fries, but also, mm-hmm. you know, is not is not doing his due diligence and doing. But it's so things. interesting because you know I feel like there's some people who would take that stand and say, well, I can't be with this person because they're so different in their political views, and I don't really respect mm-hmm. what they stand for. And you have someone who kind of takes that stance. And then you have others who feel the opposite. So -hmm. there was recently an article that came out about a Florida couple, right? Right. An interracial couple. And the husband, I think their boyfriend, I think their husband wife at this point, he's a Republican. Mm -hmm. And she's a Democrat. And it was was a very, to me, oddly lighthearted article about Mm -hmm. how, you know, when they met and they were dating, they both were aware of one another's different political views. And the article was kind of like, but our love was deeper than that. And it makes for, you know, comedic banter in our home. And when we go out and vote, we just feel like our votes balance each other out. I vote Democrat. He votes, he votes oh. Republican and it's all good. And I'm kind of like, is it all good though? Because to read that, the article didn't really get deep into it. I would have been kind of curious to hear more, you know, right. in the household. Right. What about when they entertain, when they have guests, you know? It yeah, just seems really yeah. interesting. What do you yeah. think? I mean, you know, in terms of couples who are kind of at such total opposite extremes in terms of their political views. I don't I mean, know. Um, I I personally feel like you have to have something that you that are your kind of your core values that yeah. you feel like y'all are compatible on and oftentimes when people are extreme like supporters one way or the other yeah there's not gonna be you know things that you all are compatible on and they seem young you know what I mean and like yeah bossy and pushy I'm just gonna say it and yeah. you know from the tone of the article he was like yeah I could get a little pushy but you know she understands and I'm just like yeah I didn't like that I was like I wonder what that looks like other layers going on not only are they different politically but there's a racial component there and you know and a racial component there and I'm just like those are things that y'all need to discuss before you get married I'm just I'm yeah. sorry yeah you need absolutely to, like, you know they say politics make strange bedfellows politics and religion uh, make strange uh-huh. bedfellows in a, in a marriage and oftentimes, um, those are some key things that you need to discuss before you get married. I don't see how they are. They are. I don't see how we could have a fruitful marriage um, if we're politically different. Yeah, um, I've seen some interfaith marriages that go pretty well. You know, people who are different faiths, but right. If the core though is kind of God and loving right, God, and right, no matter right, your different right. practices, that right. might work. But I think you said something important. I think it kind of comes down to those shared values. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not to say that 
someone who's Republican and someone who's Democratic has different values, but they can. They can have different values in terms of kind of who they value, what group, you know, what demographics. I I can't say. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. No, no, go go on. I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna say I can't really say that I've dated someone who was kind of an overt Republican, but I did date someone who had kind of very different beliefs and values in a sense, and it kind of I imagine what it would be like to have dated someone who had different values because he was a Republican and it didn't work at all. Like we had so many other things in common in terms of like our interests, our hobbies, we could laugh and things like that. But things would get really tense when it came to certain kind of like racial matters. And it was an interesting mm-hmm. thing. I mm-hmm. tend to think in my mind that was kind of like my only interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that he was, um, when I say interracial, he was a man from Trinidad. You know mm-hmm. how Caribbean people are either, I guess, black, or Trinidad people are black, or they're like East Indian. So right, he was right, the East right. Indian kind, which I didn't see that as anything, you know, significant. Um, right. Right. But it was just interesting because it, when it kind of came down to it, we have some really core differences that mm-hmm. I think just the experience of not kind of growing up in an African American household, mm-hmm. he didn't kind of learn the same kind of things that I did. So there would just be topics that came up that I never had gotten into with a person who I considered black. It was just like a weird thing. Like, yeah. you know, like I forgot, I made, like, I forgot what it was. Like we were talking about like slavery and then the Holocaust came up and it, he kind of made a comment like, oh, you know, black people are always saying slavery's worse, but the Holocaust is bad. And I just kind of looked at him like, are you black? Because, you know, I'm not going with to, a, with a Caucasian person, with like a coworker, I would never get into the which is worse, slavery, Holocaust. This is not yeah, an appropriate discussion. Yeah. And we each obviously come from our own experiences and have our perceptions of it. But I never would have thought in like uh, my home or my man's home that I would hear that come out of his mouth. So that was one thing and I remember we were out shopping I think I may have shared this on the podcast but this guy had had asked me to um help him pick out a doll for his niece um Mm -hmm. for her birthday or something you know Mm -hmm. he asked me because I he knew I collected dolls so he was like Mm -hmm. oh come with me to the toy store let's pick out a Barbie so Mm -hmm. mind you he was him and his family they were East Indian Trinidad but his this niche they were from Trinidad as well but they were regular you know black you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in him asking me to take the lead on it, I'm kind of in the aisle looking for like, you know, a nice little pretty black doll for this girl mm-hmm. who's a very cute little black girl. And he kind of was like, what are you doing? What's taking so long? I was like, oh, well, they don't really have a selection of, of dolls of color. So, you know, I'm just trying to find the right one. And he like kind of got indignant in the store and was just like, why does she have to be black? Why do you always have to make everything a black white thing? I was like, what? Like, you asked me to pick out a doll. Like, I didn't know. Like, my bad. Like, I would never intentionally pick out a non-black doll for a black girl. Like, it's just instinctive for me. I didn't even think to ask him, especially because his niece happened to be a black girl. She wasn't kind of like an Indian-looking girl or a multiracial-looking girl, you know, as he was. So it just, yeah, it kind of was like a little moment of contention between us. But it just kind of illustrated to me what it must be like to date someone who, and it's not to say that all non-black people are like not conscious and not woke because there are plenty of folks who are, but he, we just kind of had different values when it came to certain things. And those things were like a turnoff to me. So I can only imagine if I had stayed with that guy, what his sentiments would have been on certain things like George Floyd, would he have been kind of like in a 
black household, like, this shouldn't have happened, this was wrong, or would he have been, you know, like, Bill Cosby, why was he holding the pound cake? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, can't, yeah. I can't, yeah, so I, I can't imagine being married to a Republican man. That, that would be hard for me. But I, I know couples yeah. who do it. I know yeah. couples who do it. I would love to talk to some of them and see what it's really like at the dinner table on, a, on an emotionally charged night like this. We're, we're right. waiting for life-changing results that will affect right. us so much. Right. You know? I, I dated someone who was um, Republican um, mm-hmm. shortly after my um, first marriage, um, the, the divorce. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a nice guy, but fundamentally. And did you go into it knowing? How did you guys, how did that even come up? Did you know it beforehand? Weird, it was a weird, um, it was a, we talked about Obama because this is right after Obama got um, elected, right? And so mm-hmm. I, I was so excited to, you know, cast my vote for Obama, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Said, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Obama's the first Democrat I ever voted for. I said, excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was honest, Lord. I and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm a Republican. I, I, I staunchly believe in, you know, Republican values and, you know, family values. I don't, at the time, he's like, I don't believe in, you know, gay when marriage. When someone says Republican values, I'm kind of like, what do you, what are those Republican values? Like anti-abortion, anti-gay? Yeah, like maybe I don't know enough about the party. But I, I mean, those are my, yeah, super conservative. Are those the values? Yeah. yeah I, but you know, you know, historically, African-Americans were Republican. You know what I mean? At one okay. point, when the civil rights movement happened and the needle shifted and mm-hmm. a lot of one the once the Democratic Party started getting more liberal under Kennedy and everything like that, the needle shifted and those Democrats who were in the quote unquote Dixiecrats, the Southern states, moved mm-hmm. on to the Republican Party, making it a hell of a lot more conservative. So okay. African Americans tend to be more uh, democratic because we're looking forward. We're looking toward the future. We're looking for social programs. We're looking for um, you know, uh, a way to fix, you know, societal ills, whereas right. Republicans are, are thinking about the past, being more individualistic, being more patriotic, and that's just uh-huh. what the guy is. So for him, he was a very staunchly conservative guy who, you know, was family values, even though he was yeah. poor. Um, um, you know, he didn't believe in abortion. He didn't, you know, he, um, you know, was, you know, very fiscally conservative. He was, um, he ran, he had, you know, businesses of his own, but, he, you know, he had money, but, you know, he was fiscally conservative. He didn't feel like, you know, he felt like he was owed these tax breaks, blah, 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 blah. And that's when I noticed, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, black men who have money tend to kind of favor the conservative side of things. Sure. Sure. And yeah, so, I've seen you know, it. Mm-hmm. We, we just didn't work out because I was just like, you know, I can't be with somebody who doesn't see my body as my choice, who doesn't yeah, see Yeah, that's right. You know, that's right. People as whole, healthy, happy people who deserve their that's own right. whole happiness, you know. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I I don't, you know, I couldn't be with a person who was like women do this and women do that and men do this and that's men do right. That. I, I I couldn't do that. Or it so. doesn't feel that two men or two women who are in love with each other shouldn't be married and have all no, of the same rights right, that right. or, the idea of, yeah. or the idea of transness um is yeah. crazy or you know, or mm-hmm. psychological issue or whatever whatever the case yeah. is. Because if it was a Republican person who was kind of like, Look, 
this is about finances. I have these businesses. It really benefits me to vote this way. However, my stance on this is blah, blah, blah. You know, that's one thing. And I, and I haven't seen, but I mean, but it's kind of like they all seem to go hands in hand. Like when that's once a, they've crossed over to that side. That's somebody who's more like that, but then that's, that's somebody what you would call a moderate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like you know, mm-hmm, more, mm-hmm. more of us, are, I would say more of us African-Americans oftentimes are like socially conservative but Mm -hmm. you know um liberally as far as liberal as far as policy and stuff are concerned but you know that's that's what that's called a centrist a a moderate person but yeah moderate is you know it's not a bad (laughs) it's not a bad thing you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't see how i don't see how I could have stayed in that relationship. It was no, not a, some things just don't sit right. Um, mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not something that I think we, you or I would have been able to just kind of swallow. You know, there's some things you're not going to be 100% aligned with everything that, you know, your partner is. But I think that there's right. just some things that are just core and just too important to kind of just say, we're going to just agree to disagree. Like if it doesn't sit right in my spirit, like it's just not, you know, I just can't. It's not cool. Like I'm even um right. This the guy that I'm with now, who I'm, you know, my boyfriend kind of made a comment the other day that made me uncomfortable. We have to like really talk it through because I was just like, uh, uh-uh, it just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, right. I think we were just talking about um like the Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter, and he made a comment like, well, you know, all lives do matter, and I was like, ah, screw, like stop. <laughs> and you know, he's also like a very spiritual man loves the lord and everything and that's fine so he was kind of just trying to take the position well in the eyes of god all lives matter and i was like babe i understand we're not disputing that obviously god loves all of his children we know that's all space lives space matter but i said in this climate i really don't want to hear those words come out of your mouth and he was like starting to argue like well no i'm just saying it's all lives matter i know that but right now, Black Lives Matter, and that's the rhetoric. I like. I don't even want to hear it, even if you're talking about in a biblical sense. Like, yeah. you know, I think he understood. Now is not the time to be making a point that, yeah. in a biblical sense, all lives matter. No one's yeah. ever disputed that. I was just kind of like, but I could imagine if that was someone who was like, you know, I could imagine that coming out of the mouth of someone who was like Republican or white, and how that would make me feel if that person kind of buckled down and was just like, all lives matter. You know, in this case, right. it was kind of like, of course, black lives matter. I was just like, you know, but there are some people who would have kind of kept pressing on and yeah. just kind of thinking about how it made my heart pound when I heard that come out. I'm like, <laughs> right. is this somebody I'm with saying all lives Like, I don't care the context you're saying it in. It made mm-hmm. me feel uncomfortable. So I imagine being with someone who is of a very starkly different political um taking a different position it would just be hard i think you know it would be very hard i couldn't even enjoy certain things and certain shows because i'm thinking that you know they're from that stand taking a a Mm pro-life stance or Mm -hmm. anti-trans stance and i don't Mm -hmm. like that that's that's Mm -hmm. not how i how i was raised and how i want to raise my children you know and then you know going back to that couple they're in florida i think they made some comment like, well, love conquers all. And I think that's so nice. It was very, yeah. It, the article was very so fluffy nice. and superficial. Love doesn't conquer all in every case. And mm-hmm. it, I, I would like mm-hmm. to see the longevity of that couple and kind of where they are, where they go. I mean. Well, they made it. She made a comment like, well, we have some friends who are on different sides and they're divorced. I'm like, girl, that's about to be you. Because yeah. I just don't see that, that working. And I don't, you know, particularly 
I'm, I'm just going to say it, white men are very emboldened to be like, this is my view, this is the view of this house, this is, you know, sure. these are political views, and, you know, I'm not going to change, and, you know. You and how would the children be raised, you know? Right, the, right, right. This isn't you know? something, like, I do see, um, I have a really good um, friend named, um, it doesn't matter what his name is, but I have a really good friend, <laughs> and he's, he's um, he had, him and his husband have a child, and he is Jewish, and his husband is Christian, but they have very, they very nicely kind of raised their child to have both faiths. So they celebrate right. Christmas and Hanukkah. And, right. you know, their son had a bar mitzvah and also, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I do think it's definitely possible to blend different backgrounds, different races, different religions. I just personally haven't seen that political blending but I'm not saying it's not possible. I just haven't seen it. I would actually really like to hear from households who have done it successfully, especially after this podcast airs, we'll have the results of the election, um, whatever the aftermath is in the U.S. You know, I'm really going to be interested in kind of hearing how households have managed that, you know. So I hope that some of you guys, yeah, yeah, if, if, if you're living this experience. famous couples. Who, when we were talking about that, there were a lot of famous couples who um, are different politically, like celebrity couples who are are very like different politically. Um, mm-hmm. The one that comes to mind all the time, off the top of my head, is um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver. You know what I mean? Um, oh, you know, okay. Big Democratic family. He was the governor of California, but he ran as a, you know, Republican. Um, you know, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy to me. Like, I just don't, (laughs) I just Mm -hmm. didn't understand Mm -hmm. how in the world, you know, you can be, you know, from Mary into basically the Kennedys and then say, I'm a Republican. That's wild. Yeah. 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 Then we got. And even, no, I was going to say that what comes to mind is Kanye and Kim because, you know, I, I never was very clear on where Kim stood because she obviously did the prison reform stuff with Trump, but she strikes me as someone who did not appreciate Kanye's shenanigans when he was wearing his MAGA cap and all that stuff. You know, she kind of tries mm-hmm. to stay like a quiet wife in the background, like mm-hmm. not wanting to kind of step on his toes and be respectful, but mm-hmm. I don't think she liked that. But, you know, we don't really know what's going on at their dinner table, at their kitchen table. Right. Well, who else? What else were you saying? Because I don't know too many couples. Um, mm-hmm. There's a political strategist, James Carville. He used to work under Kennedy. I mean, excuse me, under um, Clinton and some other folks. He's a, okay. he's a um, Democrat. And his wife oh. is a Republican. And then I was thinking about Kellyanne Conway, who worked for the current president of the United States and her husband is a big time Democrat. Um, oh. They have gotten into it on- Wow, I did not know that. Um, they've gotten into it publicly. Uh, their marriage is kind of, the rumors are their marriage is kind of crumbling because of oh. what they decided to do. Um, and um, their daughter has talked a lot about her mom and how crazy, crazy she is. And you know, <laughs> what they, what she's done as far as you know, craziness of you know being involved with the Trump um campaign and stuff like that. Um mm. so I mean there are some famous people. Um uh, I don't know any famous black folks though. 
um, that have like I know I know that J Lo and A Rod have kind of notoriously she's supposed to be Democratic and he's Republican and again really? and that one doesn't shock me because again like I feel like those couples that have a lot of money they may lean in either direction so it never surprises me if they are Republican but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of them are like kind of try to be more socially responsible and discreet with their voting because it's not to say if they're Republican, they should be ashamed. If that's who you are, that's who you are. But I think that they also understand that they happen to be in kind of that elite group of millionaires and the majority of Hispanics or blacks are not, or, or, or white people, period. Obviously it's, it's a small percentage of folks who are in that tax bracket. So they're not out there like Lil Wayne and recently ice cube and who else is 50 Cent, even though 50 Cent tried to retract whatever, you know. They're not out there shaking hands with Trump and being on his Instagram because, and it might also be that they know that it could impact the the way their fans perceive them. But, you know, some of them might be quietly voting um, for Republicans because it benefits them. Dr. Dre and all them, like, you know what I'm saying? Those people have so much money. It, they they need those tax breaks that them wealthy, wealthy folks have, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I personally can't do it. I just, I don't want to be there's with too somebody. many other issues. Yeah, yeah there's other issues. I just don't want to be with somebody that doesn't see certain things as fundamental human rights, like healthcare yeah. and you yeah. know, you know, yeah. universal healthcare and and stuff like that. You know, and think socialism mm-hmm. is a bad word. You know, I I just don't. You know, I don't want to be with somebody who thinks those things is stuck. You know, in the 1950s with their thinking mm-hmm. of, you know live in the handmaid's tale or some shit like that i, I just don't mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, just, I can't do it I, I mean i admire people who can but i can't be and, and again like you add another layer of something like race on top of that yeah this, i just i couldn't deal with that like i've gone out with you know i think i'm liberal right mm-hmm. i've actually i actually went out with a white guy one mm-hmm. time one the one time i've gone out with somebody white Mm-hmm. And uh, they were so far to the left <laughs> that right. I was just like, "Bruh, like you, 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 you more liberal than I. I mean, that that's I am. how the New York white people are. Those they're they're very very liberal. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, questioning me about you know at the time when I was in my doctorate program, questioning me about you know the research I was doing. And, <laughs> um, you know, oh god, um, you know, and I was like, well, why? Are you, you're not black like why do you why do you care about what right well, just caring, weird, girl. you know very much you know to the left who just kind of like maybe forgot that they were white altogether and I was just like you know if I ever I told my mom when she was alive God rest her soul mm-hmm. I was like you know my I said if I date somebody white I just want to be white you know what I mean like you yeah, ain't got to be all down for the I mean you can be conscious mm-hmm. But sure, you know, sure. All down for the cause. Forget that's right. You know, that's right. And all this other stuff. Shave your head, hair mad low, have a fade, and all this. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. no. It's just be a regular old looking white guy like Chris Evans or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what the first guy I know what you Exactly. Regular, you know, white guy. Uh-huh. I've, been, I've been dated interracially since. Obviously, mm-hmm. I married a Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy. I just That's don't. You know, the extreme to me is too too much. Even you know, we we even we joke as you know African Americans. We don't want people who ashy hotels. You know, we don't want yeah people who are so far 
out of the box and weird and don't want to think critically about things. They just want to go far, far to the left that they're just like off the map sometimes, you know? <laughs> right. Those, I mean, those are things, those things could be a shame. And I, I was married to a hotel, so I know how that works. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were, they sure. Were hotel um i don't care who hears this podcast that nigga was a hotel okay mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know it was it, it was it could be it could be a bit much either either way politically sure sure yeah a lot. so yeah it can be yeah I yeah i don't know i think relationships are oh no go ahead no go ahead no, I was just going to say that, you know, relationships are difficult enough with just kind of the normal nuances that come up and to have such huge, vastly different uh, political views is just, to me, adding on a challenge that you just don't need because you already mm-hmm. have to navigate challenges just naturally in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't need to feel like we're going to get into it when we're sitting watching CNN or another black man is shot and killed, or George Zimmerman gets off and they read the verdict, mm-hmm. and I feel one way. And it, and it's not to say that mm-hmm. you would be racist if you're a Republican, but just kind of the views mm-hmm. and the values are just so different. I mm-hmm. I, I personally can't do it, but you I know, I kind of I don't feel like I'm living with a pundit. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, I just want to feel like I'm with my spouse. You know, there needs to be yeah. a guy there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if we both out there protesting, like if that's what we want to do, that's what we want to do. Not me out there by myself, you know. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. whew, I, I don't know how people are gonna deal with it tonight. We don't know what's gonna happen. Um, we don't. But, but I'm watching the news on mute. It's not looking great, but you know, <laughs> we don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know. If, everything's not counted yet. You know, yeah. everything's not counted. Yeah. We don't. A lot of mail and ballots as well. There's a lot of mail-in ballots, even though I'm in one of those states where they're like, we're not counting them after the day. So, oh, I don't know yeah. how that's possible when they were able to be postmarked up until the third, at least in New York City. So they don't see in 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 Georgia, they don't care if it has a postmark on it from before. If it comes in late, it's late. Damn, I didn't know they were allowed to do that. I guess they do what they want to do in different states. These are things that we're talking about, voter suppression type things. Exactly. Wow. People don't think about little small things. And that whole stuff with the with the US Postal Service, that was that was, you know, that was strategic. You know, to to target folks who were doing, you know, voting, you know, stuff. So Mm -hmm. this is crazy. It's a crazy, crazy time. So I want everybody to just, you know. Think, think, happy, positive thoughts. Get That's a drink, um, meditate, do whatever you need to do to remain calm because we got to keep on living the next day. So, yeah. And That's if you're it. with a spouse who just does not get it for whatever reason, whatever side of the political spectrum you're on, even though I'm, this is a very liberal podcast, but whatever <laughs> you know, side of the spectrum you're on, and they just don't get it. They can't see reasonably why your views are, are your views, particularly yeah. with this particular administration. Now, if it was any other Republican administration, you might have a productive conversation. But yeah, yeah. this particular administration, there is no less reason and, ra- and be rational about it. No. Right. You know, they're not view- seeing things for what they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why the state of the country feels so different and just so regressed 
just, you know, this whole administration has kind of set us back so many years. It just feels different. Because, yeah. I mean, there's been many elections. They didn't feel this way, you know, mm-hmm. in history. Mm-mm. You know, I remember in, I think, 2000 was the first presidential election I voted in. Um, probably the same for you, because uh, we were the same mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. You know, that was Gore Bush Jr. And mm-hmm. I remember being very contentious, but it wasn't nasty. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't nasty. Yeah. It was being racist. Exactly. Um, you know, even, you know, with Obama, as soon as, as I, I, you know, as soon as he came on the scene, I said, it's going to be a problem. Like, you know, yeah. I said, yeah. white, yeah. you know, white folks. Um, particularly white. I men. never thought it would happen. I never thought yeah. it would happen. I didn't either. So when he won, oh, I, was I like, cried I so much. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, you have got to be kidding me. And then, yeah. And then he won a second time. I said, like, okay, well, it's not a fluke. Maybe the nation mm-hmm. is changing. Maybe attitudes are changing. Yes. And yes. That's how it felt. It felt so encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. And so when Hillary didn't win, Mm-hmm. I was shocked. I was just like, you know, me too. it hurt me. Like, yeah, you know, so you have her again, like three steps back. forward, five steps back. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it was. I think it was mostly about her being a woman. I yeah. do too. Society and was ready for a black man, but they weren't ready for a woman. Interesting it's enough, still, it's still a banging. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and had you asked me if had I been a betting woman, I would have said society was ready for a white woman before they were ready for a black man. But me it's amazing too. that patriarchy won, won out. Like, that's amazing <laughs> to me. I thought racism was deeper. And I'm, and, I, and I'm not saying that racism mm-hmm. isn't deeper, mm-hmm. but I thought when it came to leading this country, race was first, but it wasn't. They don't want a woman. But you know, mm-hmm. what, back then in those two elections, what really swung the polls were black men who came out to vote. And then mm-hmm. um, men in general, well, I would say that black and Hispanic men, men of color who came out to vote. And then mm-hmm. when Hillary Clinton was running, it was just kind of like, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I will and say then, this: I feel, you know, with Kamala on the on on the on the ballot, the ticket, yeah, it would it would hit it, it would if she if she wins if they win, it's gonna hit me differently because I'm a black yeah. woman. Yeah, yes, it is, it is. And, you know, Especially with Biden being an older man. It's very wow. possible that anything can happen in the next four to eight years where yes. we have a black woman president. And I wonder if that's right. in people's minds, you know right. what I mean, that, that's swaying this. If he had another person on his, as, a, as a VP, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's going to hit different if he wins because it's going to be life-changing. Mm-hmm. I wonder kind of if it's a coincidence that, um, you know how like Beyonce like just recently came out and endorsed um Biden and Kamala she just mm-hmm. I think it was either today or yesterday she posted a selfie with with her sticker and her mask that said Biden and I, and I just mm-hmm. kind of wonder why she would wait that long you know mm-hmm. I love Beyonce mm-hmm. just as much as the next person I'm not as much a beehive card carrying person as my sister you know mm-hmm. but you know I just was mm-hmm. kind of like I wonder if it would have made a difference because you know you had like Lil Wayne and them endorsing Trump but someone as influential as Beyonce, and, and you know, Diddy's always very vocal, but I just kind of yeah. feel like it wouldn't have hurt if maybe a few days earlier or weeks earlier she had kind of, you know, maybe she just, that. maybe she just thought people had the assumption, like, of course I'm voting, you know, of course. Naturally. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, you know, maybe right. there was an assumption there, you know, I would, I would think. 
Mm-hmm. And, but, and I would assume that, but still, it was just kind of like most celebrities have been kind of a little more vocal. Mm-hmm. She tends to not like to get involved in things like that, I've noticed, yeah. but she does in the end. But right, yeah, right, perhaps right. that is her, her, her thinking. Perhaps right, that was her thinking. Right. You, know, you know what really surprised me, and this is so off topic, you know Dolly Parton never talks politics, but this year, she, was, she, like, she was just like, oh no, he got to go. Trump's got to go? Yes, she's like he got to wow, go. Wow, really? That's one, and and Taylor Swift too. A lot of these um celebrities mm-hmm. who you might think are opposite. Did you see Taylor Swift? She goes hard for um, oh, I, 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 Biden I and Kamala. I'm not a Trump. <laughs> and it's funny because like I never some of her music's cute or whatever, and I don't follow her Instagram or whatever. But she goes so hard that it came to my attention. And no. she said that, like, for the first, like, kind of several years of her career, she said she always kind of had these thoughts. But basically, like, her camp, you know, she came out as a country singer. Before she was a right, pop singer, right, she was right, a country right. singer. Her fan base of these, you know, young white folks and mm-hmm. whatever, just, like, southern folks. And mm-hmm. so, like, her camp basically was just, like, do not talk about your political orientation. Kind of like how in the 90s and 80s they always would tell, like, the black rappers and R&B singers not to, like, have their wife or girlfriend up front. You know what I mean? They felt like it right. was bad for – so they were just like, no, 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 don't endorse anyone publicly. And then one day she came out and was just kind of like, I can't bite my tongue anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then she just kind of, like, you know, came out the closet with her political views. And it was a beautiful thing. And I think that those yeah. things would make a difference when your your fan base sees that, you know. Yeah. And maybe you know, she did lose some fans over it, but it was mm-hmm. worth it to her. I think she lost a lot of fans because so many, so yeah. many of the, you know, what they say, the alt-right or whatever kind of yeah. hold her up in this, like, of course, whiteness. You know, white and that's the irony of it. That thing it between her so and Kanye. Kanye's a daggone Trump fan, and she's sitting here like a, a Democrat, and that whole right. thing happened between them. Funny. Right. right. It's, mm, it's mm, surprising. Mm. Very surprising. But, um, mm. wow, what a, what a convo. We, 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 um, yeah. took in a lot. Um, yeah, and, you know, know. That, like I said, for those of you on opposite sides of red, blue, um, if you guys can work things out romantically, and it, it can, still work you know god god bless you (laughs) i would really love to kind of hear those experiences because i think that would be helpful to hear and that can be generalized to other very you know stark differences between couples if you can get past politics then you know i respect it and i would love to kind of hear hear more about that you know because i I feel like that's that's a wonderful thing Mm -hmm. yeah i would too so if you all are on, on on the political spectrum you know opposite political spectrums Drop us a line at Romance and Color and, and let us know. We love to have you on the on the show to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. how you guys make that make that work, you know. But or did you? Did you try did and it didn't work? work? Yeah. And yeah. how did that go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we're gonna take a break and we will be back and we'll talk about our watching romance and reading romance selections. <laughs> So what are we watching this week um in watching romance have you watched anything good Yukini, or so i enjoyed so much the christmas uh that came on this weekend oh, it was so one good. of the christmas movies that you shared on our facebook group and of mm-hmm. course you know i know keisha knight pulliam is one of our queens of holiday movies who we love so I was eagerly awaiting it and it didn't disappoint so cute her leading man was a handsome young man I wasn't as familiar with him 
but I like that about, you know, these Hallmark mm-hmm. and Lifetime movies. Sometimes they say it again. I didn't hear you. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name offhand. I wish I remembered it. Um, but, yeah, sometimes they, you know, feature someone who we know, and then sometimes they introduce, you know, someone new. And, and it, they had a really nice chemistry, really nice love story, kind of followed that same, you know, script that we love where – she leaves, you know, the city to go back home, you know, for a particular, you know, thing that she had to do, and of course ends up reconnecting with someone from her past, and is then kind of at a crossroads where she has to make a decision between, you know, this fast-paced career and life in the city, mm-hmm. and just kind of being like down home with family and this old, you know, person from her past. I never ever get tired of that plot. It just yeah, never gets yeah. old to me. It was just so wonderful and nostalgic. It was a perfect way for me to kick off, you know, my holiday. Um, and it's not even officially holiday season, really. You know, it used to be after Thanksgiving. Now it's like after <laughs> Halloween. I'm okay <laughs> with it. I'm good with it. It did. So I don't want to say to kick off the holiday season, but really to kick off the holiday movie season. It, it just it didn't disappoint. If you did not see The Christmas Aunt, please go search it and, and take a watch because it was just so wonderful. I enjoyed it. Yeah. What about you? I I watched um one Royal um Christmas on um Hallmark. Okay. <laughs> <It was> cute. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it was cute. Um, it had one black character who was supposedly the mayor. Okay. And, um, she I don't know her name. She was a cute girl. Her her expressions were a little um weird to me. I can't explain. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's like her face was kind of plasticky. It was, I don't know. I, oh, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a natural. <laughs> her face didn't do, do natural things. Like she maybe she had a lot of Botox or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, you can always tell when something looks a little yeah, a little. Something looks a little off. Um, well, but, yeah. but mm-hmm. it was a cute story about this royal family that get get stranded in a small New England town and they have to stay at an inn and. Uh, you know, the dad was in the hospital and come to find out the, mm-hmm. the woman had taken care of the the, the princess, uh, the king mm-hmm. of the country or whatever. It, it was cute. It was cute. And then okay. the black girl ends up falling for the uh, the princess, uh, I guess, royal secretary or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. they, start, they start having like a little relationship or whatever. It was It was cute. Um, was it really one? Was it really cute, or just because you you don't sound like over? You know, you sound a little underwhelmed. Is it worth you know, a watch? If we you know, it, it wasn't my fave. You know what I mean? Okay. It wasn't my fave, okay. But um, oh, the girl's name was Crystal Joy Brown. Um, okay. It, it was not my fave, but it was it was it was okay. It didn't do me like um you know Christmas Aunt now, but okay. you know it was it was it was alright. Was alright. Mm-hmm, okay. Um, speaking of our um movies for 2020 i've added some more so i'm going to do an updated um list awesome because there are a ton of movies especially on netflix um Mm -hmm. that are coming um and i think we're going to really really enjoy them um and aspire has some christmas movies this year too um freeform unfortunately does not have any new movies okay ion has movies as jennifer freeman's going to be in the movie um, this year, um, and Christmas Matchmakers with uh, um, Vivica Fox. Um, okay. Oh, I can't wait. So, um, you know, Vivica's also one of our Christmas bays. Um, 
So, you know, shout out to Sora, Vivica Fox, and, and being in the um the Christmas movies. Um, but mm-hmm. um but nothing's really happening this weekend with the movies. Um okay. Up is having a Chandler Christmas uh, marathon with all the Merry Christmas Baby and Marry Me for Christmas and all those movies that were mm-hmm, really uh-huh. Williams and everything. And there's like five of them, right? So they're going to do a marathon of all those movies this weekend. I enjoyed that little so series. I yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. And yeah, and so those are going to be running um, this weekend. So no new movies this weekend. We're going to start up with new movies probably next weekend. So Okay. We, have lot, okay. we have a lot more on Lifetime um, and um, on Ion, I think. We have some movies there, too. So and We have um, something and, to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. On TV is doing um, a gospel special on December 1st. Um, okay. They're not doing the original movie. Like year. a Christmas, Christmas gospel? Like yeah, song? Christmas gospel special. Okay. Uh-huh. Last year, they had three orig- beautiful original movies, which were so good. Um had Rick Fox was in it, his daughter, and that, those were some cute movies. Um, Kimberly Elise was in them. They're not doing the original movies this year. I'm hoping they will again, but um, okay. they, they're not doing the original movies this year. And I haven't heard anything about TV One, so okay, we'll okay. TV One is like super late. So I guess we won't get another little Ray J um, I guess movie. I, I, I need a date for Christmas. I enjoyed that too. Bad. I did too. <laughs> it was so cute. Um, but mm-hmm, Netflix, it was. Oh, Netflix um, is coming with something this weekend. I forgot about that. It's going to be Operation Christmas Drop with Cat Graham. I think Cat. Oh, Graham I love Cat Graham. Coming, I think she's coming for the Christmas Queen title too, which we got. She gotta, is because I loved her little movie with Quincy Brown. Is that his name? <laughs> yeah, Quincy. The Christmas yeah. Calendar or whatever. Yeah, right. I enjoy that. If that's still on Netflix, I may watch that. If it's there's still, nothing oh, else it's happening. Oh, still on that, girl. They're still on okay, there. Okay, good. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward. So that's already out on Netflix or it comes out this weekend? It's going to come on the 5th. Um, okay. And then, um, what else does Netflix have? They have Jingle Jangle, which is like their musical. Everybody's talking about it. So it's going to be really good. With okay. Keegan and Anika Noni Rose and uh, Forrest Whitaker and Felicia Rashad. Nice. And people. Um, Tyrese is going to be in the Christmas Chronicle 2. Um, Debbie Allen is doing the Hot Chocolate Nutcracker on the 27th. And then Amazon mm-hmm. has a um, <coughs> Christmas movie featuring um, Tessa Thompson and Namdi Asamoga. Do you know who Namdi Asamoga is? Um, say that again about Asamoga movies. Um, do you know who um, Namdi Asamoga is? Asimov? No. Who is that? That is Cole Washington's husband. So he is oh. um, going to be in... Uh, that um, movie on Amazon called Sylvie's Love. It comes out on Christmas Day. Okay. Um, and then um, another one called The Perfect Gift, I think, with Golden Brooks. That's kind of old, though. I think that's on. Um, oh, I've Amazon. never seen that. Is that on now there? Golden Brooks had a Christmas movie? What? Yeah, okay. yeah. She had one with uh, her. Okay, and Ruben Maya. Stutter. All right. Ruben, Ruben Stutter. Yeah. So, okay. Wow. Um, yeah, okay. So yeah, there, there are gonna be quite a few things for us to watch. So okay, I hope so. Things, so the calendar okay. you put out is just so helpful because it's easy to just kind of get overwhelmed by it all because it's like you mm-hmm. want to see everything, but they're all of us co- coming out at once. So I just yeah. love how you kind of keep it so organized for us. So we yeah. really appreciate that for real. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. 
I have um, a poster yeah. right on my bulletin board in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I just sent it to one of my sorority sisters and she's mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna send it to my mom so she can put it on her free. Yeah. I send it to my girlfriends as well, my coworkers at work and stuff like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna upload the, the newest version. Um Okay. Because I don't think there's gonna be any more new movies from Freeform and T V one. So Okay. Oh well. Yeah. But um Any reading romance for this week? Um, I got a few. So I tried to find some books with politics at the center of the romance. Perfect. Um, so I got a few. Um, the first one, of course, is Party of Two by Jasmine Guillory, who's one of my favorite writers. Um, I read this one over the summer. It is a interracial political romance. Um, but the, the guy, I don't know what his political party is, but he, she meets a guy just haphazardly at the bar. Um, and he is a senator and she doesn't know a senator from California. She doesn't know it. She goes on this kind of whirlwind relationship um, uh-huh. with the paparazzi and all kind of stuff. And um, what's funny is they don't really talk. They There's some talk about race. Okay. In the book. Um, that's my one criticism of Jasmine Guillory. Otherwise, I like her books. But when she has like interracial couples, they don't really dig deep into the whole. I know you want to mm-hmm. make the book lighthearted and everything, but. Yeah, um, some of that's an intentional race, choice. Race don't come up at least one time, you know. A couple sure, times, yeah. she doesn't really bring it up much, but mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, it 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 kind of it kind of touches the surface of oh, I'm a black woman, you're a white guy, you're a senator. What are people gonna think? Blah blah blah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a really good book. Um, the other one is Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. Um, I picked this one because it's about the son of a, a closeted son of a conservative president who falls for a member of the royal family. So mm. um, it's kind of a twist on Meghan Markle <laughs> in a okay. way, but featuring two guys. Um, okay. And, it's, and it's, it's, not, it's not really a YA book. It's more like a new adult book. What they, they say new adults because they're mm-hmm. young adults. Really. They're not teenagers. Um, so Right. You know, they. What's funny is they don't really talk. They talk politics, but it's like, oh, he's conservative, whatever. You know, it's, it's not. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of really glaze over it, but you know, it is kind of at the center of the relationship. And then the last ones are the All the King's Men series by Kennedy Ryan. As okay. over the summer, I talked about her book Queen Moon, which is like the third book in the series, which is oh, I read that. I read that first, so oh, that was so good. Um, but <laughs> it was. It was so good. Um, but this one is these two books are the Rebel King and the Kingmaker, and they 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 have a very political slant to them because um, uh-huh. Kennedy Ryan used to be a political reporter. Oh, before she was in the a romance writer. Okay. Yeah, and now she's a romance writer. Um, <laughs> and she's been an independent romance writer for a while. Um, but uh-huh. she, was a, she was a political journalist for many many years. I think she used to work at the Washington Post and some other like high many places but writing romance Uh was what she wanted to do so she definitely incorporates that in her writing um Uh the rebel king is one and the king maker is kind of about a person who's like a political strategist and stuff like that and trying to make this person like win a senate i think it's a senate race i don't know i i could be wrong but um Uh Uh look it up you're gonna love it you're gonna love it but those Uh are the books um i have for the week so well, they're it. very appropriate for these times. If anyone wants to get into some politics and romance, yes, 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 yes. I hope you all enjoyed our um, conversation tonight. 
Um, follow us on um, Instagram at Romance in Color. Um, mm-hmm. Follow us on uh, Facebook. It's Romance in Color with a U um, is our Facebook group. Um, and mm-hmm. we are on Instagram where it's Romance in with an N, uh, letter N, color. Um, and you can find about all of our updates and stuff there. Um, oh my God, this is so random. Do you know who Tone Bell is? The name sounds familiar. Who is that? He's an actor. Um, he was in that movie, uh, The Weeknd, uh, with the girl oh, from Saturday Night Live. Oh, he's a comedian. Hmm. Oh my God. Okay. So okay. Anyway, go, go to my go to my um, uh, Twitter, and um, you'll see that I am just like uh, I don't know. It's something about him, girl. I just need that man in some kind of romantic comedy or something. Because I'm looking at him on here now. Okay, because I googled him. So go to your Twitter. Okay. Let's see. Oh, it's something something about him, girl. He needs to be in some kind of romance. Like, like he's doing like little romantic comedies and stuff, but he needs to be like the leading man with like this, like a sexy something going. I don't know. It's something about him. I just oh, I can't. He's my, he's my new celebrity. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And you know I don't go up for really thin dudes, but he's he's kind of slim. But he is just oh, and he has this like streak of gray in his hair now. I'm like oh uh-huh. my god, why did you oh. do that? Like why? <laughs> Goodness. I oh, this is not a natural streak. He did that. I don't know if he did that or if it's a handsome guy. Or he grew it out for, you know, um, you know, he might have been coloring. His I would head. love to see him in, in a movie. That would be mm-hmm. he, but, but if you if you get a chance, check handsome out the movie. Guy. It's on um it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. a um kind of a romantic sort of comedy uh with him as the the sheer Zameda from Saturday Night Live. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Um but Oh, he needs to be in more romances. Something about yeah, and that's what I like about like Lifetime mm. and, and um Hallmark. They tend to kind of feature that guy who's not you know the underdog a little bit. I like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Did you see? And speaking of which, what was the one with um the girl and the bouquet? You saw that one on Lifetime on uh, Hallmark recently or yeah, a while ago? Recent. It was recent. It was um gosh, what was the name of it? I'm gonna pull it up on I'm our list. It, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, was it one of the recommended ones? Yes, it was. Um, good grief! What is the name of it? Jing, um, not Jingle Bell Bride. Oh God! What is the name of the darn movie? Anyway, um, it was it was something I cannot think of it, but it was something about a bouquet, and hmm. um, the guy in it. I just oh my God, he was so handsome, girl. I was like. Where is where has this man been? Like he needs uh, to be in more things. Like put him in more things. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Why, why don't y'all put them? Put these men in more things. But anyway, I, I, I'll, <laughs> about it later. I'll tell you about it later. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, you guys. So um, enjoy your day. Enjoy your night. Um, try and whatever. have a great weekend. Be safe, guys. Whatever yes, the results of the election week. are. Be wise, be safe this weekend, and mm-hmm. just be well and be positive. That's all we can do is be positive, right? That's all we can do is be positive, and, and you guys stay blessed and stay safe, all right? And thanks for listening to our podcast. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.